The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open today to Psalm 119, we'll look together to the Scriptures, beginning with verse number 1, and find truths for our lives today from God's Word, but first, a word of prayer together. Father, it is in Jesus' name that I come now, and I ask for your hand to rest upon me as I preach the Word of the Lord. Strengthen the saints, convict the sinner, Draw men, women, boys, and girls to the side of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, where his blood was shed, there on Calvary's hill, help men to see their desperate need of the Savior and call upon the name of the Lord today and be eternally saved. Thank you for first loving a wretch like me, that I can now love you. I ask my prayer now in Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake. Amen and amen. We look now to Psalm 119, verse number 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. We have looked at this portion of Psalm 119 before in our broadcast, but allow me to repeat and remind you of these truths which are good for our lives and we should never feel we have heard them too often. In the first eight verses, we find a life devoted to God and to His Word. Psalm 119 has for its theme the Word of God. The thread of God's wondrous truth is woven throughout the whole of this tapestry. Psalm 119 is a song about the Scripture. It is a poem about the precepts of God. It is a prayer written upon the promises of God's Word. If you are looking for a blessed and happy life, you will find it if you would pay attention to this opening stanza 
of eight verses in Psalm 119. Blessed is the man who refuses to walk in the counsel of the ungodly, but who chooses and rejoices with delight in the law of the Lord. The undefiled, as mentioned in verse number one, are those who are entire or whole. They possess integrity and truth. They are without blemish, complete, sincere, sound, upright, is the mark of their life. A. G. Clark said, Those whose whole course of life is governed by a single-hearted devotion to God are those who are undefiled. I would say that the undefiled are those who are complete in their lives because they have Christ in their hearts and they have come to know the blessings of living by the book, living by the Word of God. All men by nature are defiled and out of the way. Romans 3 verse 12. Think of Psalm 14. 1 through 3, Psalm 53, 1 through 3, Isaiah 53, verse 6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. So by nature, after the fall, all of mankind has gone out of the way. We are thus unacceptable and unprofitable in the sight of God and in need of redemption. We need the blood of Christ to be applied to our lives, to cleanse us from our sins and wash away sin's defilement and thus set our feet upon the rock, establish our goings and set us in the right way. In verses 1 through 3, we find the undefiled and their direction. Then in verses 4 through 6, we find the undefiled and their desire. Verses 7 and 8, the undefiled and their devotion. First, back to the direction of these who are undefiled. A man is either walking in the direction that God is leading him, or he or she is walking in their own direction. As we think of the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2, all who are lost and unregenerate, are walking according to the course of this world and according to the prince of the power of the air, even the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So, friend, if you're not walking in God's direction, then you're going in Satan's direction. And so in this, I would urge you, give yourself to God. Come under His authority bow the knee, call on his name, confess your sin, and be born again today. These who are undefiled in verse 1 of Psalm 119 are mentioned as blessed or happy individuals. We notice the path of their feet. Verse 1, they walk in the law of the Lord. We notice in verse 2, the pursuit of their heart. He says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. There is a careful and watchful obedience in the life of the believer and follower of Jesus Christ. They are careful 
to obey the word of the Lord, and they have an intense longing for God and his person. They seek him with the whole heart, not only the path of their feet, the pursuit of their heart, but the purity of their life. In verse number three, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Holiness, purity, godliness, righteousness, these are what characterizes the life of the Christian. Purity of life springs from that pursuit of heart which follows hard after the Lord. Not only the direction of the undefiled, but in verses 4 through 6, the desire of the undefiled. A single-hearted devotion to God will prove itself in the desires of an individual. The desire of the upright of the undefiled can be seen as upward and onward for the Lord and his glory. It is heavenly. In verse number four, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. There is that reverence for God's person thou hast commanded us. There is that recognition of God's precepts. There's a respect given. There is an acknowledgement paid to the precepts of God. Not only is the desire heavenly, but it is also holy. Verse number five. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. God's word and God's presence have birthed within the heart of the believer a holy desire for our ways to be lined up perfectly with God's ways. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. That which is heavenly and holy in our desire will also be a healthy desire, one that keeps us from shame, one that keeps us from sin. Notice verse 6, Then, when my ways are directed to keep thy statutes, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. This direction and this desire is the proof of the devotion. Notice verse 7, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes, O forsake me not utterly. And thus we find devotion as the state of being dedicated, consecrated, or solemnly set apart for a particular purpose. So the devotion is revealed through a decision. Twice we read, verse 7, I will. Verse 8, I will. I will praise God with my life. I will please God with my life. This is the decision of the psalmist, to give praise with uprightness of heart, to give obedience in keeping the statutes of God, not only his decision, but also his petition. You will not make it by just a decision. There must be petition, there must be prayer, and a craving after God, in which you bring yourself before God on your knees, with head and heart bowed low, Humbly, you come into the presence of God with a petition and notice the petition. 
the end of verse 8. Oh, forsake me not utterly. It is a plea for God to stay near unto him. In my own heart, I decide to go with God. I declare it with my own mouth. But I bow the knee, recognizing my tendency to walk away from that which is good and right. And I plead with God to not forsake me utterly. I need his presence. I need his power. I need his purpose fulfilled in my life. So the undefiled in the way are those who have the blessing of God as they walk in the law of the Lord. What a blessing it is to walk with God, to follow him as those who are redeemed, as those who are blessed, as those who are happy and holy. It yields blessings for the heart. It yields blessings for the home. May God strengthen our hearts and keep us in the way of the Lord. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.